since 2008, Marvel Studios has brought us over 10 years of cinematic blockbusters, and nothing will ever be the same. Can we, as mere mortals, prevail? Join us to find out. Peter Melnick, graphic designer, comic book enthusiast, and podcast pontificator. And Eddie Wilson, upstate New York radio announcer in the Sullivan Catskills, with an inordinate amount of catching up in his own comic book universe. True believers, the next chapter begins with another episode of The Marvelists. Welcome, everyone, to The Marvelists, the Marvel Universe podcast. I'm Peter Melnick. I'm Eddie Wilson. And before we get into the usual rigmarole of talking about our topic, it's not really usual rigmarole if it's just a, an alternating topic. And we have a guest in studio. Yeah, but before we get into the topic of Captain Marvel, yes. the newest Marvel movie, number 21 in the Marvel Kinematic Universe. Yes, you guys. Yes. Before we get into that... We want to tell y'all at home how you can get a hold of us on them, our social medias. How? First off, go on Facebook at facebook.com slash... The Marvelists. Give us a like ski on there and join the 14,000 plus... Plus. Exactly. Plus, 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 plus. Disney plus even. No, that doesn't even make sense. Well, it kind of does, but I digress. No. Give us a like on there. Give myself a like at facebook.com slash Peter Melnick Podcaster. You can also find us on Twitter at... The Marvelists. Give us a follow on there. Give myself a follow at Peter Melnick. You can also find us on Instagram at The Marvelists. It's, it's like it's on the tin, isn't it? Tin? The T I N? Yeah. Which it's is great. an acronym for something? Tom and Nitrogen. Oh, okay. But anyway, Tom is Nitrogen. Okay. I, I don't even know. I'm, I'm, I'm like convulsing now. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, go on Twitter. Not convulsing, but keep going. Like I said, find myself on Twitter at... We're going into Instagram. Jeez. Instagram. Jeez. Anyway, yeah. Jeez Wiz. Jeez Louise Simonson. That's a comic book reference, people. Louise is nice. She is. She's a very nice lady. She is. And so is her husband. Wally. Walter. Wally. (laughs) Okay, fine. Anyway... Give myself a follow on Instagram at Peter Melnick and yourself at Eddie nine one nine three. Oh, and by the way, you can drop us a line in our email bag. Questions, comments, strongly worded letters, you name them, you read them. We'll read them too. Okay. Yeah, they proofread. We'll read them and say, "What the heck is this?" Exactly. It'll, it'll go to the proof desk, and they're just like, "Yep, that's a letter. Here you go." It's not a big desk. But we'll res- we'll reply. We'll tell you we love you. Well, something. We'll, we'll tell you. You're doing good, Billy. You're doing really good. I'm proud of you. You're going to school. You're getting your good grades. You're going to go up and you're going to be an accountant or an architect. Or an audio engineer. Hashtag John Sherburn. Thank you very much. <laughs> or you can be a Jeremy Bagley. Hashtag Jeremy Bagley. Thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> feeling can... feeling better these days, we hope. Damn right. Mm-hmm. Also, people, go and find us on a bunch of social media platforms. It's always a little... Uh... It's the little things with this that I mess up on so very easily. You just keep extrapolating and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's just my, my way of being like, well, if I talk slower, maybe I'll be able to remember what I'm supposed to do. I'd rather get my first roll of bubblegum tape and see how far that takes me. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, bubblegum? No, bubblegum tape all rolled up and it keeps going and just... I prefer yeah. fruit by the foot. Okay, fine. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> like, me too. Our guest is itching to get on. Now, come I on. Know, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Anyway, go on 
iTunes, rate, review, subscribe, and share. Listen to us on there and a bunch of other platforms, including TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, Podbean, SoundCloud, and again, I'll just say it again, the big in Spotify, even though I just said it. Yeah. But We're not go, the big in. When you go on the internet and you go to www.stitcher.com slash premium and use the promo code at checkout. Marvelists. You get one free month of Stitcher Premium. And you're able to listen to a crap ton of audio content, including the Smodcast archives, the Nerdist archives, the Earwolf archives. But most importantly, people, you're able to listen to Marvel's Wolverine, The Long Night, not Marvel's The Long Night. Right, it's, Eddie? That's right, Peter. Because there totally was not an instance where I called it Marvel's The Long Night in an episode <laughs> and Eddie didn't do a ninja edit to fix that disaster. <laughs> but, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you sign up for Stitcher Premium for that free one-month trial, guess what happens, people? What happens? You get to pay $4.99 a month yes. after the one month expires. But, people, if you don't want to pay $4.99, I know you don't want to pay $4.99. Maybe you do, but I think you should. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All humans. Ex- A.K.A. people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Homo sapiens? I, I would I would assume. But, well, you know what happens when you assume, Don't! Right? You make an assume out of mm and e. <laughs> But... What also happens is you help support the show by signing up. But remember, you can cancel it at any time. So if you're like, golly gee willikers, because, you know, you're apparently Burt Ward in uh, Batman. But hmm. when you do, you're able to listen to all all of our shows, the Marvel show, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, you help support the show. So once again, stitcher.com slash premium and use the promo code at checkout. Marvelists. You get one free month. Cancel at any time. We thank you for your support. So for Peter Melnick, I'm Peter Melnick. No, 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 no. we got to work on that. Anyway. So, Eddie, do the honors. Okay. This time, this episode, someone we both have met outside of an, a podcast episode, so it's the first time we're all together doing this, mm-hmm. is a cosplayer and uh, all-around nice person herself. Her name is Natasha Prince. Welcome. Hi. Great to have you here. I'm great to be I'm glad to be here. Thanks it's for amazing. making the trip and uh, out of costume. Yes. But we know you mostly, I believe, as Wonder Woman. A lot of people do. They always refer me to Wonder Woman. And in fact, I think, um, without knowing, I'd met you at a previous con. I can't remember if it was Poughkeepsie or one of the Greater Hudson Valley area shows in New York State. And a different version before the Wonder Woman movie came out. So it was a pre-Gal Gadot version, which I think you told me, you told us you have how many Wonder Woman costume versions? Um, to be truthfully, I lost count. I oh. don't remember. There's so many that it takes up most of my <laughs> cosplay closet. That See, I, I thought there might have been like three, you know, <laughs> TV show, cartoon version show, you know, the animated one, and Gal Gadot. That's four, Eddie. No, oops. Yeah, I, I kind of meant cartoon and, and TV <laughs> together. Oh, okay, fine. I meant cartoon no. and animated together. I did. I no. really did. It looks be- better on paper. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I have to be Judge Judy and Executioner, but... I really have to. Is they stupid on my forehead here? Come on. Well, maybe it should. <laughs> better than okay. Wapner. Yeah. I understood. Yeah, yeah. De- De- definitely Wapner. Definitely Wapner. Yeah. Okay. Kmart sucks. <laughs> Three o'clock. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway. So, Captain Marvel. <laughs> yes. Captain Marvel. Since it is Marvelous March, and we're also talking women in comics, this is a natural offshoot, so to speak, or tangent to have you in here, Tosh, and talk about the movie mm-hmm. and what you do 
as you're involved in this thing we call cosplay and in the comic book nerd geek culture, whatever term, you know, fits, Point fits for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How how long would you say you've been involved in uh, doing the cosplay thing and, and being involved in comics? At I don't know if you want to say what age you started. We won't ask now because I don't want to get in trouble or, or bodily harmed. But what? how did it start for you? This was the um, day I saw Eddie get kicked, and it was, it was magical. <laughs> I do know kickboxing. Oh, fair but enough. I, but I won't do that. You guys are awesome. I won't do that. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, um, i always been in comics since I was young. I mean... Ever since I learned how to read, I started reading comics. My first comics were Spider-Man. And nice. then I got into uh, Batman. Um, after that, I think it was Wonder Woman. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with my brother. A few of the X-Men's I loved. Um, Your brother older or younger? He's that, younger. Okay. So but, you set the... Or maybe he just started with those and you went into yes. what he liked too? Or, okay. Yes. Like he got me into Spider-Man and then I was like, uh, let me find something else. And then I got into the other ones and... Yeah, that's how I got into comics. And I I mean, eventually after Wonder Woman, there was the Avengers. I got into Avengers a little bit. Um, a lot of X-Men. I remember that. And Spider-Man. I was always a true Spider-Man fan. So so can we say then, it, I'm trying to think, I'm like, okay, I don't know if there wasn't too much out there for you You're at the time of you getting into them mm-hmm. that you just automatically said Spider-Man first because um, I would think boys typically go to Spider-Man. Like, I, I had my one of my first comics, um, and instead of you automatically saying Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. you went with that. I'm thinking maybe your brother had the comic books first, and it kind of rubbed off on you, or... Yeah, I would say that. We actually would fight over Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Because he would have him first, and I'm like, okay, you're done with that. Let me take that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll fight over it. And then I think when I was, as I got older, that's when I got into Wonder Woman, and then he wasn't really interested, so Wonder Woman was my... Um, hero to read yes. in the comics so I knew that he wouldn't touch it so she was my girl to keep my brother's hands off so you were right the one woman it's right here mine yes. that's it cool I'm gonna, take, good. I'm gonna take a guess because we're a part of the same generation mm-hmm. for you the reason you also adapted to Spider-Man so easily is probably because of the animated series correct actually I got into Spider-Man before the anime <gasps> yeah. See? Oh, sorry, I just want to breathe deeply <laughs> but <laughs> Um, you assume. See that? <laughs> I made a mmm out of you. You did. Oh. Um, I believe because um, Spider-Man comics were lingering around our house, and I actually grew up with my um, extended family, like my uncles, my grandma, mm. and my younger uncle, who was only like five years older than me, um, had Spider-Man comics around, and that's how me and my brother got into Spider-Man. He would have his comics laying around his room, and he's like, here, you guys read this. This could probably be an, a no answer, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Were you of the time frame where um, the Spider-Man newspaper strip was out in the, I think, Daily News, for example? I don't know if it was in any other newspaper. Spider-Man's still going. I was going to say, uh, yeah. yeah, it's still in the... So you were, okay. Yeah. No, I remember at a time when I did read them there, and a long time later now I've collected two of the hardcover volumes mm. of the newspaper strips, and I don't know if there's more, but... Do they? Oh, God, is there. Yeah, yeah. there's a okay. lot. Okay. There's a lot. We'll get there. Yeah, the purely black and white version that I wasn't so used to, except in the newspaper. And yes, and that's right, in the Sundays, in the color comic section. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised I didn't cut them out and save them and make a scrapbook. Some people I know must have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, there's definitely people that did that. Yeah. Yeah. Forget scrapbooking, we're going to save the comics, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hashtag save the comics. That's a cause. That's exactly right. Okay, good. So those are your main comic books that you've gotten into and stuff. Yes. So at some point, 
maybe in your teenage years, I don't know, you 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 got into saying, "Hey, I'd like to put on a costume." Or um, I would say probably yeah, I did I did love to dress up and I wanted Halloween to be every day because I love dressing up as one of my uh, superheroes. I was not going to say the H word until somebody else did and there you go. Thank you very much. <laughs> Halibut? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Is um, that what I smell? Okay. Yes. I had garlic. Oh. <laughs> And as I go to older, I actually still wanted to dress up, but, uh, you know, people would judge me and say, you're too old for that. And I, you know, as I got older and later on in the years, um, I learned about cosplay and I really actually wanted to do it, but I actually didn't have the courage to do it. Mm. And I would say it's probably later on in my late 20s after I finished college and stuff and um, started my career in working and helping people in in crisis. Um, A side note... um, I would like to share that I'm a social worker, mm-hmm. so I'm out there and about helping people, um, you know, homeless or in a crisis, trauma. I'm just helping them get through their um, troubles and h- encouraging them that they could continue living on, being happy, and whatever they're going through, it's just a bump in the road. So, and actually, my job, I feel like I'm an actual hero. I'm, ha- I'm out there helping people. And, um, you know, coming home and stuff, I still would take the work with me. The overwhelming of it. And um, there was a time I actually felt burnt out. And um, my one of my supervisors um, actually felt, you know, she saw that it was bothering me so much that she encouraged me to go start a hobby, something I had never done before, something I wanted to start. And I looked into it, and I always knew I always wanted to do cosplay. And mm. I think that's how I got started with the cosplay. And it's a great, um, for lack of a better word, uh, escape. Yes. It's um turning off reality, not in a bad way, but mm-hmm. just getting to some getting to a happy place if you will. And but for doing what you're doing and I applaud what you're doing and for how long you said it's been quite a few years. Yes. How much uh, briefly, how much train how many years of training to be in the capacity that you are in a social work because you have to have some kind of schooling and mm-hmm. and know what you're getting into with with people and dealing with them in their situations. I would say it takes a lot of experience. You have to be someone that actually enjoys helping other people. Um, you have to have a lot of patience, um, and you're willing to help others. Um, you're willing to put you know, someone else before you. Um, it's not for everybody. I know some people that you know I went to school with that they tried it out, and they're like, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you it, know, and you know then that maybe this is not the path you need to be going on career-wise. Or, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, I, th- yeah. I think it's good also mm-hmm. that you're able to see the benefit or the end result of the work you're doing and that somebody is being affected in a positive way. I mean, yes, I'm sure you're seeing it not go positive all the time. Yes. But in some cases, some things, some jobs, what you do, you don't know the result. Like if you're a, a school teacher, let's say, mm-hmm. and you don't know if the education that you're trying to pass on to them is working is because they're moving on to the next grade or just growing up and moving away and, and you don't know if it took took root mm-hmm. or not but that is wonderful that you can see that it's it's working and it's making it's giving you something back too you're not doing this for a selfish reason but it's a mutual uh possibly a give and take and you're getting something positive out of it too and that's that's yeah. truly truly wonderful i would say you've been in this field for almost yeah over 10 years mm-hmm. um yeah i just love it and the thing is like People I like helped out with in the past, and I'll run into them, and you know when I uh, see them like in the town or in the area I used to work at, and they're like, "Oh my God, Tosh, I'm doing so good right now because of you," and I just kind of smile like, "Yay, you made rewarding. a difference in someone." <laughs> That's the warm fuzzies. 
And yeah. I mean, it doesn't work out for everybody that I help out, but just one out of a few, it, it just puts a smile on my face. I'm like, I'm actually doing something. Now, is it putting a smile on your face like regularly or like the Joker? Because that one is just sounds painful. Oof. <laughs> um, it's, it's more than makeup going on there. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. It's more. Hunka, hunka. Oh, wait, wrong Joker. That's the bad one. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. Yeah, the terrible one. I'm trying to relate to that, but but yeah. Suicide Squid. Oof. Wha- oh, yeah, yeah. Do we have to bring that movie up? Oof. What are we, some kind of marvelous? We're universe hopping here. But that's, no, that's quite <laughs> that's all right. Save for the DCists anyway. <laughs> yes. So you're getting, you're getting that, and that keeps you going. That makes you, like you yes. said, you're getting that good feeling. You're doing something that is heroic because not everybody can do what you do. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, to be applauded. So first cosplay getting out there besides a halloween thing wonder woman from there wonder woman actually before wonder woman it was actually catwoman okay um catwoman is the first cosplay i had and um i revealed her in um i want to say it was 2016 i like when she says i revealed her yeah that was it debuted or whatever yeah my first courageous attempt (laughs) yes trying not to be a scaredy cat oh or being shy. T- yeah, well. Being in tights. We're like, oh my God, I'm in tights. In public. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a level of confidence there also. Especially there. with women, their body type. Mm-hmm. Does this look right? Is this out of place? Does this make me look fat? You know what I mean, yeah. Yeah. But um, Catwoman just, okay, well, we'll have to, you know, go down memory lane at some point. Actually, <laughs> there's actually a good memory with the Catwoman costume. Um, I don't know if I guess, if I ever told you guys the story, how um, at that year, it was my first comic-con a new york comic-con and i dressed up as catwoman and i actually met stan lee nice um stan lee it was a very long line i was there for almost three hours for his autograph okay and that's expected because everybody wants stan lee um but like he was very quiet for the whole time it looked like he was tired um but as i approached the table he looked up with the biggest smile on his face and he stood up and actually grabbed my hand Kissed it and told me, and he actually told me, do you know how much I love cats? And he's like petting my hand. <laughs> I did not hear this. Yeah. We did not hear this story before. This and, is great. Yeah, he's he's petting my hand and holding my hand. And then his bodyguards look at him. He's like, let Wait. the pretty lady go. You have other people to sign their autographs. Wait a minute, lady. She's a, she's a woman, <laughs> not a cat. <laughs> so that was an autograph, not a photograph? Yes, it was an autograph, but like mm. it was the greatest memory I ever had of Stanley. I was like, I was hit on by Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> and he was only eighty-two at the time. <laughs> yes. I, I'm, I'm guessing. I don't know. I met him later. I think he was eighty-nine. In mm-hmm. Two and a half seconds. The photo was done. <laughs> yeah, it was that quick, and it was also at a New York Comic Con, uh, Madison Square Garden, right across the street. There, I called him Dad. He's like, I got that going for me. And he, I think he goes, well, what did you say? And I'm like, oh, nothing, Stan. <laughs> you had conversation, at least. I, I gave him compliments. Or I said, thank you for your work. And da, da, da. he just he smiled could, and nodded. I couldn't hear what he said, which oh, is the worst part. Yes. Yeah, like, at least I got so some noisy. words from him. And he kissed me. Well, he kissed my hand. But still. Mine was, like the fir- <laughs> mine was the first year of assembly line, Stan. And mm. I think you know what I'm referring to. It's almost as bad as what you dealt with. Maybe a little bit worse. It, well, it was, you know, that's that's what it was. And that's a long cry, far cry from previous years when didn't didn't know or he wasn't out maybe in that capacity as much. Um, that's what you had to deal with now. But now on the topic of Marvel and, of course, what came out this past week? Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. 
No, I'm talking about the comp. No, anyway. (laughs) Anyway. So. He would. Captain Marvel just hit theaters and we discussed it on our most recent episode about the controversy surrounding the movie with a lot of people in their basements and. Haters. (laughs) The antis. I will just get this right out the way first. Okay. I like the movie. Eddie. I more than like the movie. We have moved very well for two hours and four minutes. In yourself, I actually enjoyed the movie. I really liked it. I would, I you know what? Okay, you don't hold back, Natasha, from what we're saying. You you say what you feel. Okay, okay. Um, I really enjoyed the movie. It was amazing. It 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 came out not what I expected. I actually expected not so great. So I was going in like open minded, but like, yes, not going to be the best. Well, let me check it out. I'm going to go for the cat goose. Hell yeah. And that, you know, at the end, I was like, ooh, I actually liked it. So you didn't expect it to be as good? Did no. you have an expectation going in? Or were you hearing things or reading things you shouldn't have? Or I don't know. Yeah. Well, I maybe first off, when they um, shared how the, um, what's the actress name? Brie Larson. Um, Brie Larson, how they shared, you know, how she's going to be Captain Marvel. And I was at first like, they could have picked someone better. Oh. Well, the one that everyone was going on saying was Ronda Rousey. And yeah. I'm like, if anyone has seen her in WWE now, she's not good. But she <laughs> acted. I mean, she, when oh, you... Oh, whoops, do so, do? She was in Expendables. And, oh, okay. I don't know if she'd acted before. Or some people would say, or well, isn't wrestling acting? But well, You should see her on the microphone. I, what I, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I don't know why did they think visually she looked like she would be a better Captain Marvel? More tough, muscular? I don't know. I get that, but when I hear the whole concept of, oh, they you look You get that? Like, you're more tough muscular? Is that I what you... Damn right. <laughs> that hair growing wings at the end there. Okay. Yeah, damn right. Peter Flyaway Melnick. Okay. You stop that. But <laughs> starting. Are you kidding me? The thing <laughs> is... Only 20 minutes into this episode. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. But the thing is, a person can look like a character, but, you know, when they have the acting chops of sandpaper, it's kind of rough. No pun intended. <laughs> oh, yes, it was. <laughs> well, a little, a little <laughs> bit. No question. But... Are you sorry you're with us yet, Tasha? No, <laughs> okay. I'm actually enjoying it. So all right, keep going. good. It, it is beneficial. <laughs> though, Another one. It is beneficial though when somebody does look the part and they can act the part too. Mm-hmm. You know, for yeah. example, Robert Downey Jr. looks mm-hmm. just Poof. like he would be. Oh, him. yeah. Then you have Michael Chiklis, who would have made a who made a great Ben Grimm and was a great Ben Grimm. Yeah. Quick note, and I may have mentioned on a very early podcast that when the first Iron Man movie came out, that started the whole MCU in 2008. My wife said, "Robert Downey Jr. How is that going?" And I explained to her the character of Tony Stark, and she's like, "Oh, okay." And it turns and she out, kind of saw how the parallel was there. Yeah. <laughs> turns out he was just as good as liver and onions. Uh, yeah. mm. Liver and onions. Liver some, and onions. You got to let them go sometimes, Tosh. I'm sorry. Can't you just, just say like chocolate covered bacon? Oh, maybe. Yeah. That, that could work. Potato chips. That sounds Choc- actually really chocolate good. Chocolate covered bacon. Yeah. yeah. Chocolate and liver, covered bacon. And liver and onions. Yeah. No? no. A meal anywhere in the world. <laughs> got to stop somewhere. Okay. But with Captain Marvel, like I said, a lot of people, the quote unquote haters, as you referred to them, came out of the woodwork. And the basement. Well, (laughs) something. I don't know. You said basement. Again, yeah, we're not wrong. But a lot of people complained to the point where they invaded Rotten Tomatoes website. Mm. That was my favorite one where, Mm. see, the reviews are bad. Audiences don't want to see that. Yeah. No. Huh, guys. 30,000 responses in the course of a day. Meanwhile, Avengers Infinity War had 50,000 responses over the course of a year. 
Yikes. It's almost like they're brigading and almost oh. like they're doing this on purpose. Yeah. So, I again, I like the movie. Maybe if it was another male-centric movie... Uh, like Captain not America as much. or Doctor yeah, Strange yeah, yeah, right. or Iron I, Guy. I'm not gender bashing or anything. I'm just pointing out that maybe like the big hoopla for Black Panther, and somewhat justifiably so, was done. I think it was a little over the top that they tried to push it further than it was going to be. And yes, where it came about for the awards, movie awards and so on, great. Not taking anything away from that to two... Awards that I knew it should have gotten, it got, and that was that was great. It, was so it they made picture worthy? No. no, not quite. Star, no, Star is Born got robbed, but that's just me. I mean, I did enjoy the Black Panther, but it's it, it's not one of my tops. Okay, yeah, I believe in according to my ranking, it's in my top five. Mm-hmm. I will check that when we do our ending thing, but mm-hmm. it's there. You I know? think I think I could go on record as saying that Captain Marvel made an inroad for what it was. Um, and, and there are some, I know a good friend of mine also has posted a couple of times. I'm confused. He started off as a man. How did it become a woman? And wh- what's with the name change? And so there needs some possible clarification there. But again, but the there are more people watching the movies than there are the comics. Yep. So this will, this will be their Captain Marvel. And that's mm. perfectly fine. Yes. And the aspect of, my favorite thing is. Did but, you say S? I said aspect. Oh, okay. Jeez. Where anyway, did that come from? The aspect of... Stand up if you want instead of sit. I mean... <laughs> the idea that in the comics, Captain Marvel is not as strong as Thor. Okay, that's the comics. These are the movies. It's a mm-hmm. completely different universe, and you can have different liberties with that. That's contestable, though, even in the comics. I'm but, just thinking about that statement. <laughs> if they had a uh, arm wrestle or something. With Thor versus... He's a god. He Well, mm-hmm. And again, also the people... You're a god. Vertical horizon. The Oops. Pe- anyway, the people Song go... Song reference number one. The, we've had a couple already, I think. Oops. Sorry. But in Not. regards to the whole aspect of, oh, Captain Marvel shouldn't be overpowered, this is a universe where Vision can pick up Thor's hammer. Yeah. So people, mm. to quote William Shatner in the SNL skit, get a life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she actually did a awesome job. I actually did enjoy the movie. I I would say she, um, Captain Marvel would probably be one of my top, maybe five, top seven Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I actually really did enjoy it. And um, all the haters out there, they need just to back off. It was, it was actually a really good movie. Yeah. Yeah. It I had was. enjoyed it. It wasn't in my, it wasn't in my top ten. I will say that. Okay. But it, was it at the bottom of the list? No. It's nope. not, Mm-mm. it's not Incredible Hulk bad. It's not Iron Man three bad but maybe just below your top 10 and it was literally just below all right so like make it 11 yeah mine mine came in at 11 okay and there were you know there were people like that have a vendetta against this movie like i i wrote on my facebook i like the movie why would you like the movie i'm like jeez dude it's a movie your Can worst, your worst it? reaction should have been, you know, about the ranking, the numbering. But that, you know, there are ties in in the rankings. I got rid so of the, I got rid of the ties because, oh, whatever. Deadpool co-creator and friend like, of the show. Yeah, I was gonna say you had like three of them in one spot. Well, Deadpool co-creator and friend of the show, Fabian Nicieza, he <laughs> yelled at me for it and said, "Stop being a damn baby, just stop the ties." <laughs> so glad Eddie, I don't post my ties because I have some up there too. Oh, you can get drunk on that, can't you? Yeah. On the my ties, oof. 
What? You need to be proofed or carded or something? That was terrible. We should all make lists. It just happened. Well, no, don't, don't, don't. We we, we did that every movie leading up to Infinity War. So (laughs) we're doing that again today. Kind of done. Yeah. I'm going to put on Facebook and tag each other. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. And it's not physical. Tag. (laughs) It's not laser tag. I never did that. Or paintball tag or whatever. Well, speaking of laser tag, the comment made that she has a laser tag outfit was one of my personal favorites. Oh, the whole yes, yeah. that was so funny. And <laughs> one thing I really liked about it was the whole reliance on the 90s nostalgia. And, it's, and when I say reliance, I don't mean it as a bad way. Mm-hmm. I mean it as a way that helps navigate the viewer of when this takes place. Obviously. It anchors you to the time frame, yes. And you see how some things are, maybe it looks like it's older than the 90s, but you're smack dab right there, 1995. But it wasn't The music so, and the, yeah. It wasn't so, like, hit him over the head with it you know because there are movies that are period pieces that will do that and you're just like oh well look at this or look at this or are you listening to this and oh yeah that so it kind of gently reminds you oh yes this is the time period that we're in right for example like when you randomly see on like there's a wall and you see i believe it was bush's 16 something 16 stone i think Mm, okay but then you see the smashing pumpkins melancholy and the infinite sadness which yes did come out in 95 and i'm like yes oh this is so cool yes absolutely (laughs) billy's smiling somewhere you know when he's not on a disneyland roller coaster that's the greatest picture you i've ever seen by the way it's billy corgan sitting on a choo-choo train and he looks at he looks so sad and annoyed now how many did you just get one or you saw it more than once uh you mean the movie yep i've only seen the movie once okay i I do want to see it again oh yeah no question i do too like, I want to see it again specifically for the relationship between Goose the Flurkin and Nick Fury. And we can't say cat, can we? Because it's, it's a Flurkin. It's got the... It's a He's a kitty. Well, if you don't know, like me, what a Flurkin is, and I thought I heard that it was robotic at some point, so I think I was a little off base. But when I saw what it could do, octopus-wise, and more reminded octopus-wise. me more reminded me of a, a, a character from uh, Men in Black than, than anything yeah. robotic, uh, but it's a tabby. That, that orange stripey cat kind of cat. Um, it just told me though. By the time the movie was over, you just cannot completely one hundred percent trust a cat. And the thing is with the goose, the flurkin, you know, bit. First off, the character was originally named in the comics Chewy, but they didn't want to do that because that's actually going to say that. Yeah, that's hey. what I heard. I didn't yeah. read. I didn't know about that. Yeah. And you remember during that run when they see Rocket Raccoon, right? And he mm-hmm. goes, "It's a flurkin." <laughs> and they're uh, not, they're putting a nod to Kelly Sue DeConnick's run, who, by the way, makes a cameo in the movie in the uh, subway scene. Now, which oh. comic? I think I heard, but I want to be sure which comic was the cat in as as character named Chewie. I believe in the main Captain Marvel run, wasn't it? Yeah, he it was d- Captain Marvel. Because Chewie doesn't show up during Avenging Spider Man, where she makes her re debut. Which... So that's like what. 2014, I think, that run? Uh, amazing Sp- or, uh, Avenging Spider-Man? No, that is no. 2012. The, uh, I thought you said or, where the cat was in when the, when the Captain Marvel run. 2012. Yes. The one I'm holding up right now with the uh, the red, the yellow, and the blue? It should and be And the sash? There. Okay. Yeah. The mustache? I said sash, not mustache. <laughs> I was like, what mustache? Oh, boy, boy, boy. <laughs> She's this very is, sensitive about that mustache, guys. This, this is what I have to deal with. <laughs> Please feel for me. <laughs> chaka, but, chaka, chaka, chaka Khan. I feel for you. 1984. Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan. There we go. Okay. Now, in regards to also <laughs> the movie itself, there's a lot of references, obviously 90s references, mm-hmm. and there were quite a few, well, two at least that I've noticed towards a certain Samuel L. Jackson movie, and it was appropriate they de-aged the guy, which, by the way, he looked fantastic de-aged. Yes. That was... 
it was not Uncanny Valley, and it looked really good. Mm-hmm. It did. It didn't look too fake, and like a uh, mustache by um, Superman. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah, I went there. Yeah. Put, put me in the right frame of mind, though. I'm trying to remember where that shows up. What, mustache Superman? Yeah. So um, you know what happened, right? <laughs> when they were working on Justice League, yeah. Henry Cavill was contractually obligated to have a mustache, which is my favorite the, sentence I've oh, ever said. Oh, in the, in the beginning. Okay. Yes. For, uh, there, I, I, I blocked it out. It the was, whole movie, he was had his, his mustache oh. digitally waxed. Okay. I put it over. They should have kept it. It would have oh. been great. It would have been great. Yeah. Mustachioed Superman. Well, if they it. went with a, uh, a black-suited <laughs> Superman, perhaps. Faster than a Freddie Mercury. And a darker a darker side, you know, like dark Superman. Then the mustache, even a goatee, perfect. Yeah, but then you know people like me would make fun of it. Don't go, oh, now they're doing the Star Trek version where he's got a goatee and a mustache. Ooh. Well, Star Trek? Okay. You know what? I learned. <laughs> I, don't evil still, one. I don't know if it's still a, a true stereotype or, or an image thing that, that uh, TV reporters and newscasters they discourage facial hair because they think they're hiding something. And you can't trust them. Hiding the upper That's lip. reserved for the weather people, I think, actually. Because no matter what, they're getting paid and they could be wrong 99% of the time. Sorry. That's not a broadcasting thing here. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, anyway. So in regards to the movie Pulp Fiction, there's a number of references to the film. One of the shots with a de-aged Agent Coulson who, once again, Clark Gregg, my boy. He seeing him young again. I'm sorry, he looks the same all the time. I thought, <laughs> but him and down to the attire and the and the glasses and the way he takes them off and yeah. Well, him and Nick Fury sitting in the car is a shot for shot version of the Royale cheese scene from Pulp Fiction. There were gunshots. No, not that. Oh, I thought they had a bang bang off. Uh, oh, uh, literal Eddie. <laughs> hey, it happens. But now, also on top of that, you end up having the scene where Talos comes into the uh, house of uh, what was it? Monica's, I believe. Mm, yes. Yes. Monica's house, and he's drinking the cup. He's drinking you know, soda, and what is the soda? The cup. Was a slur- uh It was the the one from which movie? Oh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Yeah, same cup, same exactly, it, that Samuel L. Jackson was drinking from. Same pose, too. Mm. Like, it's it was them doing shot for shot, and I I appreciated that. If you knew to look, or recognize what it was, or maybe in the dark recess of your brain said, why does that look somehow familiar? It didn't dawn on me when I saw it, and then okay. a friend of the show, C.J. Mira, messages me, he's like, you did see this, right? I'm like, yeah. oh, crap, R- wow. Mm-hmm. I yeah. didn't recognize the cop. I only recognized the pose. Yeah. That was like Pulp Fiction. <laughs> oh, see? Okay. Check out the big brain on Tashi. <laughs> that was a terrible Sam Jackson impression. <laughs> it worked for me. Whatever it was, it just came out clear and understandable, I guess. <laughs> All things considered. Stop that. See? Now, on top of that, you also have another movie from the 1990s reference, one that came out in 95, Kevin Smith's Small Rats, with Stan Lee's cameo. Oh, Yes. Right there on a script oh, he was yeah. reading. And, and I can't remember. He said it three or four times in the course of his cameo, the line that he was reading, Stan Lee. I think he's saying, trust me, true believer. Okay. Well, because that, that, is, that is... I'm going to just say, okay. <laughs> that was his final line in the cameo as he's talking to uh, Brody and... Whatever the kid's name is in Mallrats. So oh, I forgot. okay. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. T.S. Quint. I just... And seeing that clip... Looking back at the Mallrats, um, it is one of his best cameos. It's a long one. Yeah, oh well, yeah. Considered what you know now and everything, but was it his first? Yes. Well, no, it was not his first ever cameo. As a matter of fact, his first 
cameo was, I believe, The Trial of the Incredible Hulk, him and Jack oh, Kirby. Oh, okay, okay, right. Oh. But I cannot get used to seeing him in a full beard. I know. Even mm-hmm. if it's partially gray, partially white, partially silver. Now I could get used to him in a partial beard. No. E, whatever, you know. Goatee, <laughs> then I'd really be off the wall. <laughs> it's Stanley. Web slung you. <laughs> it, it, it was like, it, seeing the reference, though. Swift this. Uh, Kevin Smith found out about it, watched the uh, scene, and he burst out crying. Yeah, I did too. I got watery eyed. I'm like, aww. Mm. Well, when I remember, did you see Spider Verse? Yes. When his cameo. Aww. Oh, g- well, that, yeah. I made a comment in the Marvel Shield posting group. There was a Stan Lee t- uh, cameo tournament. And I made a comment. I'm like, I'll be completely honest. This uh, The Spider Verse cameo should win based on the fact alone of the he was my friend, you know? That and that comes out literally a few weeks after it happens, and you hear, "He was my friend," you know. Oh, the onions, man! The and, onions. And gonna miss him. I think was in there too. Yeah, kind of. I'm mm-hmm. gonna miss him. Ugh. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was crying that part. Yep, yep. So, like, to see this cameo, and apparently, according to Kevin Feige, they're actually limiting the cameos now. They're running out of cameos. Like, they're. Oh, I think there's just one more. Yeah, because we were told by that one person that oh, there are more cameos that have been recorded. Remember? I, so evidently yeah. that is not the case. No, no. So to hear that is very disheartening, and mm. we will live in an age where there's no Stanley cameo. But speaking of Stan with this movie, the very opening was what? The Marvel Studios, you know, flippy book thing. Oh, that was excellent. Yeah. I said out loud in the I'm like, wow. That was terrific. Absolutely. Con. Go to Uncasville, Connecticut to go see Mitch Halleck's terrific August 9th Con. to the 11th, 2019. <laughs> Hashtag Mitch all the way, Halleck. You're welcome for the free publicity, Mitch. That's right. I think the audience and the when I went to go see it, all they all stood up and applaud when that happened. We didn't have that at mine. No? My we show, did get some a little bit of applause in the theater I went to. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I just heard like maybe one or two people go. Oh, there was some recognition to that, yeah, that to that me. end. Aww. Yes, yes. Like just seeing that that was and it's it's interesting seeing stuff something like that and then the thank you Stan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Got me. It's like a stab in the heart. Because mm-hmm. we got like three Marvel movies in a row with that. We ended up getting mm-hmm. that. We ended up getting, uh, what's it called? Um, Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. And then right... What's it called? Oh, yeah. You're just L- there. Literally a week before <laughs> Once Upon a Deadpool. Um, stand, okay. Did you go see the, that? I went to go He's, see it. Yeah, I didn't... Yeah. It was worth it. It actually was really worth it. It was, okay. it was funny and it's obviously the same movie, but they really play with the PG-13 rating to the point where... It's basically uh, Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3 Deadpool. Got to it. an extent, you know, like the usage of humor. Like, they, they limit things. They still push the envelope with certain things. They're like, yeah, you can do that with a PG-13 rating. <laughs> but, like, my favorite part is still the uh, Matt Damon scene where they show, mm-hmm. the, you know, that Matt Damon makes a cameo and you see quick shot to the uh, interior where they're, you know, he's getting, uh, Fred Savage is getting kidnapped by Deadpool in the uh, Princess Bride room. <laughs> And he goes, whoa, you got Matt Damon in this movie? <laughs> yeah, we got Matt Damon. He was the hillbilly in that scene, remember? Yeah, wow. You know? <laughs> I always wanted to fight Matt Damon. <laughs> Wait, you wanted to what? Yeah. I want to beat Matt Damon. Yeah, I want to bleep him. I want And he just keeps going every time, making it sound like he's saying something completely different and inappropriate. <laughs> and then we dress up in gladiator outfits, and he's going to go, you know, we're just going to bleep each other and bleep each other. <laughs> and then he goes, Wait, why are you bleeping me? Oh, I thought you were saying bleep. No, I'm not saying bleep. I was saying fight. 
Oh, <laughs> you were making it sound like I was saying something inappropriate, didn't you? Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this is, you mentioned cameo, it just triggered a, a memory. And hashtag, hashtag CJ's Comics and Toys, because I went with CJ uh, down in Oakland Park, Florida. To on, see comics and toys. To see Captain Marvel. And wow. he made a prediction as far as the cat and Nick at one scene, which happened to be a towards the end. A lot of us did. Okay. And I said, what do you do? He, no, that's just what I think it's going to be. And it and, made sense. And I'm not sure where his source was, but he, he made, um, I don't know if it was prediction or uh, because what studios got, which characters, which ones will show up as cameos in the next one, Avengers Endgame. Do we want to touch on that for a second? Or we're, sa- we're saving that essentially. No, well, because every person that's going to guest on our show, mm-hmm. such as Tashi here, it's going to be discussion of what we think could be Endgame. Mm-hmm. So, are we going to talk about that? Oh yeah, like that'll be t- <laughs> that'll be towards the end probably. But okay. in all honesty, like you're saying about the characters that you could see appearing in the movie, just according, I was going to pass on his notes well, that uh, I'll give. He my, thought I'll give my guess mm-hmm. or my prediction. Basically. Um, I told you I had ended up going to Toy, uh, toy Fair this year, and yeah. I went to the Hasbro presentation. And during the Hasbro presentation, I noticed a lot of X-Men-centric things. And in the writing world, you call that a red herring because they want you to believe something. They want you to be mm. like, oh, wow, this is going to happen. Well, as I'm you know looking and I'm seeing everything, and first off, my favorite thing about the uh, Toy Fair presentation was this. Every section they would set up, it was like, now, this summer, Fox is going to be teaming up with Marvel and releasing uh, X-Men movies. We're gonna, they're going to have Dark Phoenix and New Mutants. So here are some of the toys we're going to show. And they go, and in April, Marvel Studios releases Avengers Endgame. Anyway, August, Spider-Man Far From Home. <laughs> so it was oh, the July. Bi- what the, it, we moved it to August? I forgot. No, well, you know, it's probably July, but I'm, I'm, whatever. Yep, but okay. anyways, for the benefit of the story, I wanted more months. So... <laughs> They just kept teasing it. They're like, oh, we're going to do this. You bastards. <laughs> and it turns out, by the way, I you know, I'd gone t- spoke at Funko. I ended up speaking with Lego. Marvel that weekend put an embargo on everything. Mm-hmm. Disney put an embargo with Star Wars. So I didn't see any Episode Nine stuff. I didn't see, which, by the way, no one complained about. And that kind of bothers me that Star Wars is getting to be that brand now where no one really cares anymore. It's and moving I, on. Yeah. But what a ride. What a long longevity. I mean, yeah. uh, it's, you know. It just bothers me. Like a lot of yeah, toxic like fandoms. Yeah, like Toys R Us closing for you. Mm-hmm. But, but anyway. Oh, that's sadness. Now, like I was saying, the whole concept of a red herring, Hasbro had nothing but X-Men stuff. Retro looking figures. And I'm thinking to myself, huh, it's all X-Men, Avengers. Where's the Fantastic Four? Mm-hmm. So that's my prediction for Endgame. Marvel's first family are going to make their debut somehow. That was one of yeah, CJ's predictions also. He had heard that uh, Fantastic Four, yeah. And the reason I'm saying that as well is because do you remember the scene in, I, what was the movie where uh, Happy Hogan was packing up uh, Stark Tower? Mm-hmm. What one was that? Uh, uh. I was thinking it was a Spider-Man movie. No, because that... Not Homecoming? No, it no. might have been because I remember the scene about Thor's hammer. Oh, move the meow meow. Right, he had a list of Cap's new shield and... Stop calling me. Yeah, Yeah, it was uh, Spider-Man. So, yeah, Yeah. that scene, they're moving out of Stark Tower. Who can take Stark Tower? And what does it get rebranded as? The the Baxter building. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So... There you go. Right. Do you want to hear the other couple of characters? And we mentioned one already. 
Moon Knight. That he thought was no, oh. no. I should have. You know, I should have really thought that oh. stuff we've talked about and brought it to the t- Deadpool as a possible cameo. Wolverine. How oh. I don't know, but you need some, you need and the room cast. and he said he he thought this was just a rumor right now, but he said Blade. Again, yeah, I could see Blade. I, yeah. Okay, okay. But the thing is, this. I mean, it could be something very less subtle as a as a as a phone call or or, just or a, fangs a, or a one little. Little. Shot of something, you know, not the pistol bang shot, but anyway, or the drinking beverage. Yeah, I actually kind of pick up on Peter. I actually believe that's how they're going to introduce the uh, Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. but also I, I believe they're going to introduce more of the Avengers, like the yeah. other ones yeah. that are in the comics. That is quite possible. Hopefully, a Spider. That is woman. also true. Yes, yes that is also true. Right. Hopefully, my favorite Spider Woman. That'd Jessica be nice. Drew. Yeah. On. We need her to come in. I'm surprised, honestly, and I'm I'm sitting on a Spider Man or Spider first ever appearance of Spider Woman, and you know, I'm all for the f- debut because <laughs> that means I get to make a little bit of money. <laughs> and that uh, that brought up to me which version of Spider Woman, mm-hmm. which one? So there's the typical red and the the first and foremost red and yellow, suit. Mm-hmm. the Hulkamania one, and then the uh, is it the gray gray white black alternating that, that color combination. I thought that comes later. I that does come later. Yeah. That's, that's after the original Spider Woman, but I don't know if we're going to get oh, you know, mixed that. up in more than one okay. more than one version. And then you may have to buy more than one Spider Woman costume. Much. There's arach- <laughs> you got arachne as it yeah. is, <laughs> so you know, can Spider Girl be far behind or mm. um, who else? Um, um, spinnerette. Spinnerette. Yep. Mm-hmm. My favorite story involving Spider Girl is uh, the reason why the character continued for a few months longer and then got canceled. Have you ever heard the story? Um, what? I don't know. So they announced that Spider-Girl in the late 90s, early 2000s was going to be canceled. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, when that happened, Joe Quesada ended up getting sent a letter. And you can actually find the story online told much better by Joe Quesada and Kevin Smith. And basically what ended up happening was the this guy, Joe Quesada, received a letter from a little girl. Spider-Girl is Spider my favorite character. Please don't cancel her. I love the character. Blah blah blah. And jokes. I was like, no, this character cannot be canceled. Look at the impact that this little girl, who's only three years old, has with the character. Hey, you know what, little girl? We want to go to you and we want to talk to you and have you featured in an issue of Spider Girl as they continue the book on for a few more months. Okay. Okay. And they oh. end up getting the phone number of the people. And they call ring, 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 because that's how a phone works in the early 2000s. And they end up oh. going. It was in England it works like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's an odd number of rings, and Lord knows, Peter's odd. Thank you. But anyway, so they, they call, they and the mother answers, and she goes, hello, because that's how you read on the phone. And <laughs> I'm honestly trying to get Eddie to do a spit take. Not going to lie. Because I'm having a little Gatorade in between your ramblings, but you love to do this, so go ahead. <laughs> so they end up getting on the phone with the mother and the mother says can I help you and she go, they go yeah we'd like to speak to your daughter you know we're, we want to do something with her she's too yeah. young to come to the phone what do you want well anyway <laughs> she's not she, allowed to talk she, to strangers she is too young do you know why uh, the father ended up writing letters pretending to be a child saying yeah, they were she fi- couldn't write the letter to begin with I knew something was because wrong because she was a newborn baby oh, fuck. Oh. so not three years more like three months old <laughs> yeah wow so a guy pretty much used his fake his newborn baby to help try and save a comic book he really liked reading. Channeled his innermost young female self. Tragic Jeez. fail. It's so but creative. Yeah, it's creative. Yeah, I give him that. Yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> no, I didn't hear that story. That was that was good. So if I want to bring back Moon Knight, do I have to cut somebody's face off? I don't know. Ooh. Because mm. Moon Knight cuts off people's faces, you see. That's the that's the joke. Wow. Maybe that's a later Moon Knight than I know of. Oh, it okay. Is. Then it is. <laughs> I got out after the 80s on that. Oh, you missed out on a lot of good Moon Knight, though. Fist of Conchu. Yeah. Okay. Praise, praise be to Conchu. Praise be indeed. Okay. Hmm. Man, you're missing out on some good Mooney. It'll, it'll it'll come back. Some of the ones I recommend, by the way, for all of you at home, if you have Marvel Unlimited or Comixology or even your local comic book shop, I recommend the Warren Ellis run, the Max Bemis run, as well as the Doug Munch run. So, there we go. But Captain Marvel already in progress. <laughs> back to Captain Marvel? Yeah. <laughs> It was just digressions on this show, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, know we this. do. We do. No, I don't know if in going, you know, with the character of Veers, who of course I had no clue into, until I saw the second half of the name Man, tag. Man, I watched when that scene was revealed. I was just like, oh, that's so cool. I didn't even get that <laughs> <laughs> no, because they pronounce it Veers instead of Verse. Well, yeah, and then, yeah. And then you kind of would have maybe had an idea, but they didn't want you to until later. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, so, E to die. <laughs> yeah, E to die. That, that rips apart my name. Don't you love it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that you go in seeing her different memories as they unfold, and whether she's falling as a child, falling as a military trainee, falling in a playground, and just mixing up those things. It was, I don't know, I thought in some respect different than you've had flashback things before of a character, main character or otherwise. And inevitably it did all come together, because I had heard that from people Yes, it, it kind of pieces things together and brings you up to where you need to be in the Marvel Universe, which is with that pager at the end. Yes. And, you know, you get you get to that part and you see how um, one gives to the other the, the pager between Fury and Carol and then she upgrades it and he puts it in his pocket so we know, okay, this is in play or in place now or both. And we actually have a question from our listener, by the way, for this. Okay. In regards to the movie... At one point did at what point did you figure out it was a kind of what who, or who am I storyline? I'll re, I'll read Well, that is a very good question. At what point? I yeah. Early, I thought you're trying to piece she's trying to piece together mm-hmm. her memories, who she is. So Yeah, with the, I would say as well, the first instance. Yeah, I was going to say when she was having her dreams. That question was given to us by John Stahl. Yeah, thank you. I think you know, you really don't. It doesn't come together until she reunites with her BFF. Mm-hmm. And, Who, by the way, was at one point in the comics as uh, yeah, yeah um, as another Captain Marvel, correct? Correct. Because oh, the yeah. name clicked in earlier today, actually, and I said, "Oh yes, right, she was another Captain Marvel." Wait a minute! Wait a minute! But I, so I, there's another female Captain Marvel. Hey, hey, hey! So mm. comic fans should be mad about that too, apparently, uh, right? Uh, you know, she had a brief stint people, also. People I think, are dumb, aren't and they? was an Avenger. You Just leave it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry really? for cutting you off, by the way. But no, it's okay. I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. Um, they were saying how she's actually the first Miss Captain Marvel mm-hmm. or Miss Marvel, Monica. And there are so many people that go on. They always forget things like that. Like, oh, Car- Carol should never have been Captain Marvel. There, there's only one Captain Marvel. Well, there's actually been many Captain. Marvels. I was gonna say there's multiple. <laughs> there's more the, than one. The point I might diverge or or disagree with, I think, is having the Annette Annette Benning's character. As Marvel, oh, I was uh, went to be honest when that they took a liberty there. I think 
in that respect. I was I was mm-hmm. partially annoyed with that. I'm like, really? But then I'm like, you know what? She's a good actress. Fine. You can yeah. roll with that. Because think about it. You know, the ancient one was portrayed by yes, an actress whose name I don't remember offhand right now. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she fall down, go boom. Yeah. Boom. That, that, that was like the most painful death in the oh. MCU. I'm so, like, <laughs> no, actually, I take that back. The uh, squishy squish in uh, Ant-Man. That becomes like the liquid. Remember him? He got sprayed. Oh yeah. It. Oh sure, oh. but you got to give it up for the lamb, also. Jeez. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the guy. Yeah. <laughs> and the pizza shop. And the pizza shop. <laughs> Two guys, a girl, and a pizza shop. Uh, that's a unmade thing. Thursdays at eight on ABC. Okay. Two for one special. Twenty twenty. Uh huh. We're almost there. <laughs> Next year. Oof. Less than. Uh, so that, again, was a little discrepancy. And then, like I said, things come together by the end. Uh, we see how, what do you call it, Nick Fury is putting together his phase one and typing up and glances Protectors over. Protectors presemble. Protectors, yeah. <laughs> and seeing how, just like Carol Danvers' BFF on her plane had a had a nickname, so did Carol Avenger Danvers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there we go. There's the begin, and the Avengers music comes in. Da-da-da-da. Boom. Sorry. No, that that was good. <laughs> for for no instrumentation, <laughs> it was wonderful. <laughs> she is a Wonder Woman. <laughs> and yeah, I overall with the movie, I liked it. Yeah. yeah. But again, you know, it's for me what my number. You know, what my number one is Guardians. Mm, which one? Uh, two. Yes. You know, too. You know, oh, yeah. My first one is Volume 1. Both are good, but I have my personal connection with Volume uh, 2. And you can listen to it in the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 episode with owner of Carmine Street Comics, John. We want Morga the Gorga. <laughs> but you, Guardians is your number one? Yeah. And not a Spider-Man? I was going to go back and ask you about which of you Spider-Men did you like the best uh, and which of those movies. I loved so many. I mean, um. Can't go wrong with Tugboat Toby. I love Toby. Toby was my Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I would say Toby, yeah, I would say the first one, the second one, are probably like two and three. And then Homecoming, I actually enjoyed Homecoming, so Homecoming's yeah. up there for me. And not Andrew? Garfield? No, no, I don't like him. I never liked him. Hmm. I don't I don't know why. Maybe the way... Too much attitude? Yeah. Too much hair gel? That too. Too confident? I don't know. Too cocky. There we go. There I, you go. He had that attitude I just didn't like or mm-hmm. didn't want Peter Parker to be. Well, once I got past the fact that Tobey Maguire in the first Spider-Man great, being able to grow tentacles or whatever suction cups out of his well, fingers. That was a liberty that a big Sam, one for me. Sam Raimi wanted because he's like, well, you already have the power of, you know, walking up walls. Why not more for that? And then, you know, adding the whole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Grow, yeah. Coming was... right out of your wrist, webbing right out of your wrist. All right. Which, well. by the way, they actually did a game trailer reveal from uh, 2001 for the original Spider-Man game for PS2, GameCube, mm-hmm. Xbox. And they show footage from the movie. At one point, he actually had, Toby actually had the web shooters. And he, then had, they just he had cartridges? It. Yeah, they changed oh, it. Oh, jeez. I think I have that game. I so still have my it, PlayStation 2. It's so, <laughs> I used to have Atari, so that's where I go. And I, Eddie and I have both brainstormed this in the past, and we want to do something like this. I want to do a Let's Play with uh, Eddie playing Spider-Man for the Atari and maybe even going on playing Spider-Man for the PS4. That's it. You heard it here. Eddie Wilson, gamer. I think it could work. I think it'd be really cool. <laughs> what, you got the Rumble Pack now? I yeah. don't know what I got there. I just thought it would be dramatic if I went... I say Spider-Man on PS4 is my game. Oh, I, I need a day that I need to be cheered up. It's my game. It's such a fun game, and like 
the level of like detail. And that's why like I would love to see a Captain Marvel game. I would love to see a Captain America game, a better one, you know, than yeah, Super a Soldier. One. But I'd love to see like that's why Spider-Man is apparently going to be the birth of the whole gamerverse they're doing. Mm. Which eh, whatever, you know, whatever's next and people have speculated by the way that Fantastic 4 is next. So, hmm, okay. They they might be getting their own game. That would be cool, and that would be very easy to have as a multiplayer thing. Oh, now I got what? some idea. Well, they they did the two Spider-Man, or Fantastic Four games for the PS2. And like, what I say? He's looking at me like... Hey. Yeah, but just the idea now, I'm like, that could be really fun. It could be. This is it, almost the same look he gave me when we first came up with the name of the podcast. It was an accident. <laughs> Happy little accident. Because I misheard what he said, and I said, did you say the... Hey, that's a good idea. Ding! <laughs> Light bulb lights History up above was, your head. Gonna, Something was born. I don't know. What. I'm going to call Chuck Berry's brother. <laughs> oh, yes. Marvin. <laughs> See? What's his name? Or no, actually, better yet, the one scene in uh, Back to the Future Part 1. Or Part... Yeah, it was Part 1. Mayor! Yeah, that's it. There we go. Last name? Wilson. You got it. Uh, <laughs> back to I Captain Marvel. How are the yeah. cruisers, by the way? Oh, they're, they're gone. <laughs> they disassembled, yeah. So yeah, but with, a great '60s band. With Captain Marvel, I enjoyed the movie. I had a good time watching mm-hmm. it. And to be honest, you know, a lot of people out there are like, "Well, I don't get it. I don't understand the appeal." Blah blah blah. It didn't have the connection for me as it would, you know, being a woman. And I was like, "Okay, cool," but it's not as important to me as if I were a woman. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, wor- kind wor- of. Without me making a bad joke here, but oh, oh, <laughs> go for it, sport. <laughs> Do it. Try on some other clothes. Go back to the movie and see how you oh, feel. My feelings are hurt right now, sir. <laughs> Is that all? I was going to say, like, I pretty much wear he's, you know, I wear what he's wearing, so he's he's probably going to feel the same thing. Jeans. Nah, they don't look the same. No. No. I could probably rock that. There's a lo- <laughs> there's a certain look and what? a vocal tonality that I respond. Well, excuse to. me, Mr. Wilson. <laughs> We're going for sorry for hurting everyone's ears. Well, with that, by the way. or whatever doubt, <laughs> doubt fire here. Um, but like I was saying, I understand. And going with a woman to see the movie, watching her reaction, I went and took my mom to go see this. And she leaves, by the way. And every time I've watched a movie with her. She left? The, what? <laughs> anyway, when we leave the movie. Okay. Eddie, when we, cause we can, I don't know if you know this. I'm not in the theater right now still. I have, I'm not held hostage by AMC. <laughs> uh, somebody claimed to see <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm living under the seat. I mean, they got recliners. But anyway, and broken ones at that. What a life. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, so going and watching this movie with her, she always gets upset if I like a movie less than she did. I thought it was my favorite movie. I'm like, I like Doctor Strange more than this. And she goes, you like Doctor Strange? I'm like, it's okay to like a movie. (laughs) I'm sorry I liked it less, but it was good. I think that's what happened with me and my boyfriend when we went went to go see it. Um, I came out saying, I'm like, oh, my God, I love this movie. It came out actually really good, what I was expecting. He's like, nah, nah, it was okay. I wasn't really into it. I'm like, what? (laughs) I was into it. And enjoying just like the elements of seeing how the character was, but watching a woman in her sixties just looking at it like, oh, that is cool. <laughs> just watching her destroy the ship and seeing Ronan, who, by the way, was he really needed? Somehow to tie him in, yeah, uh, he, make him be a part of, and well, without the the, the yeah. facial makeup, I guess whatever. The black, not the, the, yeah, the. But it was just like, I, I felt didn't like, even recognize him. Like, I was yeah. like, yeah, I didn't recognize him. And I was like, why is he there? 
and there was more than one Ronan-looking character, yeah. so you wouldn't be able to mm-hmm. recognize him except no. when he spoke, and then you oh, yeah, I guess it's Ronan. And then you had our pal who, you know, Star-Lord had his legendary confrontation with. Who? He, right away I said, oh, he's from? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, and by the way, there was one scene when they go into the satellite, I believe. It was the Kree satellite or whatever. The lab. The lab. The lab. The lab. lab. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, we need to talk about the lab a minute and also uh, uh, your feelings on the, the opposing factions. How, yeah, how are we skipping all that? So we get, we're I, going back away from our review at the end, but <laughs> l- let me say one thing about the lab. Mm-hmm. When I saw the troll dolls, mm. I openly got up a little bit in my seat and I go, oh my God, they're going to do it. And this was at one point, somebody in the back of me was talking and I go, shh. Because I'm, I'm that guy in the movie. What's that? Put the troll on a uh, bend of a pencil and spin it? The reason I was excited seeing that was because, wait a minute, where have we seen a troll before? Guardians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just what, thought of it now. <laughs> what I was assuming, and I was wrong, but people like myself were hoping this would happen. We could see like the Ravagers make an appearance and a young Star-Lord. It didn't mm. happen. They missed that opportunity. And I'm wondering, Aww. is it on the deleted scenes? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's another another thing, yeah, too. If I may, though, I I wondered if some people had different thoughts of how they felt of the Cree. I felt a little gassy, especially like uh, Jude Jude Law, Jude Law's character, as well as how you felt about some of the scrolls. I love the scrolls. The scrolls are amazing. It yeah. wasn't at all dislike feeling i don't think in some in all respects it was a good twist making them likable uh-huh yeah yeah although i would say it was kind of awkward because now when the fantastic four show we're gonna have to hate them and we kind of like them in this. you like them in the movie yeah i was gonna and, say and, uh, when i was watching that and they actually turned out to be good i enjoyed i enjoyed them and i was like okay how are we gonna make them bad yeah well they're, they're maybe to be bad if we're gonna Learn to re-dislike the Skrulls. Maybe we're going to find out how the Super Skrull was made. I'm I thinking Secret Invasion. Well, maybe huh? there's good Skrulls and bad Skrulls. So maybe That's there is a what this group made me of think. bad, you know, there's maybe there's a society of bad ones. So yep. maybe those other ones Absol- that... Uh, I believe that's a, a very good idea. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing, though, with regards to the lab is how the Tesseract get there? And where does it go from... Here. That point. Now that all the children are growing up. Now, I say to you, stop it. <laughs> the, the games people play. Alan Parsons Project. <laughs> you take them or you leave them. Yeah, it's right. In the middle of the night. Okay. I'm walking in my sleep. Wait, there was an article that actually explained where the Tazarak has been and actually explained why it was there. Bugger. And she was able, of course, well, with her powers, Captain Marvel 2, to hold it, to touch mm-hmm. it, and... It not disintegrate the Fonzie lunchbox. Hey. It's rice. Hey. <laughs> and, and, but at least you got to later see the Happy Days thermos also. That was good. It was mint in package. It was mint in box. In, bo- in a box. And, yes, right. Box lunch. lunch. Box. <laughs> <sighs> wow, we both took that one and ripped it. <laughs> yeah, we lordy, did we. Uh, lunch happens. It's 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 hungry time. We did like medieval torture with it. We took like tied it to two horses and just pulled it. Oh, no. Talk about getting the stretcher out. There we go. Uh, that's what uh, I kind of wanted to just touch on. Well, not literally because it's it's, it's a movie. Can't. It's, it's a Tesseract, for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. But destroying the real. core and having all that energy going into Captain Marvel. I mean, that had the same coloring, that whitish blue 
of the Tesseract as well. So I'm thinking some kind of connection there, but it's confined to a cube and, you know, where it heads to next after being in this movie. The only thing I had a question about was, um, okay, she, so she consumed the power from the Tesseract, right? Mm-hmm. And it's blue. How come she her hands light up red like fire, flames? Maybe blood? Well, no, her blood is blue. Blue? Yeah. Yeah. A wizard did it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just like she changed the color of her own costume, uh, (laughs) they took liberties there and went back to... I mean, mean, someone tried to explain it to me, maybe because it was an engine of the plane that maybe she consumed, like, the uh, elements of the fire. I'm sure. I was going to say, uh, That works as good as anything, (laughs) I think. We could go with that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. We could go with that. I do like how we're a podcast where we're supposed to really give our thoughts on the feelings of, like theories and stuff like that and mine is just oh wizard did it screw it. I don't know <laughs> oh, kind of <laughs> bunch Volta. of nerds asking us this I show him a copy of a wizard magazine and now this comes out <laughs> from last week or two yeah speaking of wizard shout out to our boys at cartoon kayfabe Ed Pisker and Jim Rugg okay boys loop it boys 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 I don't know boys boing Put on a life vest if you're going out there with those buoys. (laughs) All right, so now also on top of that, Mm. you have what else, Eddie? (laughs) I'm going to put you on the spot. (laughs) Set me up and let me down. Okay. Okay. (sighs) So we talked about the lab in outer space. Um, Talked about the Tazerac. And who do you trust? I mean, who, who do you think is doing the right thing? Jude Law's character, I guess not. Uh, some all scrolls are not bad. A lot of us were talking about it, and at the end, when you see the whole. By the way, people, I don't know if you realize this. We never even specify or preface this. You know, there's spoilers in this episode, so if you haven't seen the movie, <laughs> I know we're like bring this to the front of the episode, please. <laughs> no, oh. no, John doesn't need to do anything with that. But that's true. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you guys realize this with the name of the episode, especially, but. <laughs> We talk Captain Marvel. You don't say. Yeah, that's that's the headline. <laughs> oh, you mean the Shazam guy, which, by the way, I did wear a Shazam shirt to go to this movie because I'm that kind of an ass fan. You're, so. you're, uh, yeah, see, I told you you said that before. Uh, <laughs> but with this movie, you, you know, you have that one reveal at the end where, like, oh, crap, he's actually, gonna, maybe he's going to be good. Maybe he's, you know, like, oh, it was all a test. And then, boom, just knocks him over. Yeah. Loved it. I absolutely love that. And, mm-hmm. Jude Law was fantastic, although I do wish he could have been Marvell. Like that would have been great. Like when I saw him in the costume, like, oh, he's Marvell. Mm-hmm. I was hoping for that. Yeah, it it could have been. It was a little bit in the beginning confusing. Like, wait, they all have the same kind of gear, but you're used to seeing one person in that costume, mm-hmm. and like, okay, there's a core Man, of I, them. I remember when this movie was in the production stages, and we're seeing her in the green outfit, and everyone was like flipping out oh why is she wearing the red and the blue and the yellow and, which is by the way the 95.9 VOS FM colors I notice yes they are so they really really are into Captain Marvel I guess it's the, the universal somewhat would say primary colors yes although there is gray but that's for shadowing purposes only so I don't know it, it brings out the it does sim- yeah okay. and there's black technology oh, we're just being semantics now yes yes took that did well Thank you. College so, course. I'm talking about me. Well, you did. I'm proud of you, little fella. <laughs> Listen. But what was I even saying? 
laser tag? The colors? Yeah. <laughs> costume colors? People were pissed yeah, at the people. green and blue? And then we see the element of how she can change the costume, which people complained about that. Are you serious, nerds? <laughs> like, really? That's going to be a bone of contention you're going to pick now? What about that all neon rainbowish looking? Woo. Real talk? I thought that would have been a cool outfit to use. It's been extreme. That's she at least wore it. That's along the lines of, you know, Jubilee and Dazzler and stuff. I did love the nod to the OG Captain Marvel outfit, the OG OG with the green and white, because she has that for a split second. I missed it. it. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Oh, wow. Cause that it wasn't, was pretty. Probably wasn't as, as bright of a, of a white, maybe, than I would have been reacted to right away. I'm going to have to rewatch that again. Personally, oh, no question. Yeah. I think it would have been great to troll the DC fans and have her have red, uh, yellow on red. Oof. Ooh. You, really, then, you really are in a lightning bolt, too. You know Come that, on! You know, this would be great with a cape, too. Uh, a yeah. long white cape <laughs> and, with, with, and a sash. And some mm. gold t- buttons on the shoulders yep. that, or a little rope in between. Yeah, good. That's just, wait till that one comes out for crying out loud. Well, we're not going to do an episode about that because that's not us. Oh. Yes, Although true. I will be there for that. And apparently, according to early reviews, it's actually doing really good. It's a really good movie. Well, good, because people, I think, were saying, oh, it looks like it's silly. It's not, Well, they don't good. understand that it's supposed to be geared younger and... And also the character is lighthearted. As, right. Yeah. Not as cerebral, I don't think. So, yeah. Not cerebral. Definitely Magneto. That's exactly right. <laughs> Cerebro Magneto. Yeah. Let's call they the all, whole thing. They all end in O. Okay. Oh, mama. Where do we go now? Now that all the children are growing up. No, no, that was a different song <laughs> reference. Started, yeah, that could but... be like a... T- oh, okay, okay, okay. So we Save know us. that Goose was... <laughs> Goose was that alien. Um, Flurkin. Flurkin. Um, some people actually on social media were saying how that was the that huge ugly alien that the um, Guardians were fighting at the beginning of Volume 2. That's a good connect and, uh, Ooh, connection. Hey. Yeah, wow. and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think, I hope it wasn't Goose. I hope it was just another Flurkin. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, people were saying that that was a Flurkin. That makes sense. That actually makes a lot of sense. And that's why, like, when Rocket eventually sees, you know, Goose, hopefully that happens. Yeah. Oh, it's a Flurkin. But in I've every, seen one of those before. But in every Goose scene, that animal killed it. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. everything, like, like, it was all so intentional and like, okay, the cat's going to be in this and this is what's going to happen and it's going to get a, this reaction and, you know, just from like, just meowing to floating in space, all four spread because <laughs> he can't get, a, a, you know, a ju- grip there. It killed just like it killed Nick Fury's eye. Yeah. And people were mad about that. That's a, it's Marvel. Marvel is humor. That's funny. Like yeah. you would expect. It's piecing something else together. And on top of that, yes, Nick Fury mm-hmm. loses his eye, but guess what, people? It's funny that he loses it in the most wienery boy way kind. To something that he trusts and loves. Yes. It's exactly <laughs> right. Right. And he's okay with it. And he well, evidently because he says oh, it's just a scratch. And it wasn't <laughs> play, he didn't play it up as big as of uh, severe an injury as it was. Well, first of all, in, earlier in in the uh, in Captain Marvel, when Nick Fury gets a cut above his eye, I'm like, "Oh, oh here it goes. Here it's starting. This is the, this is the eye. This is not going to get better." You know those safe those uh, stereo strips are going to need more than just that yeah, three lines yeah. worth going diagonally across, and even at the end credit scene, seeing the shot of an empty desk with N Fury, his name, uh, you know, fight on the on the desk, and CJ who watched the movie with me says, "Okay, the cat's going to jump up here." <laughs> <laughs> sure enough, and then I'm like, "Okay," and I don't know. I called. I said, "Here comes a Tesseract." This is before the hurling began. 
I'm like, okay, boom. They, you, I called one at least. When I was watching the movie, I look at my mom and I just go, do you realize we're about to sit for a post credit scene of just a cat throwing up? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, on top of that, just th- this is the same company that has made us sit for patience. That's an important virtue. Anyway, how many more of these we got? All right. Mid-credit scene, though. Mm. Yep. Excellent. My yes. boy, my boy, Marky Ruff. Hello. Ruff. Oh, for probably one of the briefest parts of that mid-credit scene. Roof Daddy. But Roof more Daddy? so uh, with Cap and Black Widow. No, I'm going to, though. Oh, well. It's <laughs> a good name for him. I, Roof Daddy. Not the one he might want, but, you know. It was kids calling that? <laughs> just a long, Come on. awkward silence. I mean, just, you better rethink that before we, you know, try to get to that movie. <laughs> Big Papa Roof? Oh, man. I don't know. Right, and I'm like, hooray. hooray <laughs> yeah, that's hooray, it. That's more, that's more like it. That's retro now, for crying out loud. Oof. It's a 90s song. Yes, it's retro now. <laughs> I don't think Mark will ever do our show again now because of all of that. <laughs> Arthur. <laughs> do it again, Mark. I want to hang out. But in the mid credit scene, no one knows what that yellow star with the red and blue in it on top and bottom on that pager is. I believe Except they don't, they don't the recognize audience. it. That's exactly right. Ever since Mother f- went and <laughs> Nick went dust and you saw the pager. Did not expect that. And, this, and the symbol show up. So that's what it was in there. So this, again, connects everything together. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Cap and Widow and whoever else is in, in there still... I guess Tony, we see briefly, they have the pager connected to the apparatus, mm-hmm. and this signal is lost. Uh, we got to get it back. We got to see where it came from. Camera pan over. Captain Marvel. Where's Fury? Excellent. I was thinking we're going to have to wait till we see Captain Marvel again. No, they give us her right there. I thought that was excellent. And that so, was awesome. There was something about that scene that really caught my eye. They aged her. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> What, her hair got lighter or something? No, they, she, she had got some wrinkles? looks older in the face. Yeah, okay. like wrinkles. Like, like It was that, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, they're not going to make bring her in, like, you know, young and everything. Like, even during the merchandising that they, like, subtly yeah. snuck out, it's Brie Larson circa Captain Marvel, not in uh, Avengers Endgame. That was pretty brief, though, to see her. But she looked aged, and she, lo- she sounded older, too, if you listen. With two words? Yeah, she sounded tired. Well, it could be. So they wanted to give her a worn look, maybe in that respect. Mm-hmm. Um, but she did look. But I'm, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's a good attention to detail that they made. Uh-huh. And if see, they oh, now, but, I have to see it again because I think Katja. I thought she still looked the same. Just looked furious and amazing. Yeah, no, she yeah. was very concerned, upset, disheveled. Mm-hmm. Yes, all that. Yeah, because it was this is an emergency, and all the all the crap about why. Did Nick Fury wait till this happened to to page? Because they wanted to. They had that option. Never mind the first two Avengers things with, with uh, well before Ultron, of course. But this this definitely qualified for an emergency more so. But again, it was it was the director's discretion to wait until this developed and let's call her in. Yeah, kind of thing. And there you go. And that's the movie. That's the movie. And. Like I said, I really like the movie. Did I have much of the connection with it as opposed to another person? No. But being able to go to see the movie and watch somebody who has waited their whole life to see a character like that represented on screen for them, that's freaking cool. Yeah. Like, that is the absolute best. That is what, as a fan of this stuff, I live for. I love seeing other people's reactions Mm -hmm. and seeing other people happy with this. 
You know? I do. And that's where Captain Marvel knocked it out of the park for me. Honestly, for me, the movie overall, her performance was good. I've heard people give crap about the performance. Oh, she sounded wooden. She was this. She, was, she showed no emotion. She is a soldier battle-shocked through all of this stuff. That's why she's showing that one emotion. And then towards the end of the movie, as she's realizing who she is, she's opening up. She's showing more emotion because I'm a human again. She was even told in the movie not she, to show emotion. Yeah, she was a trained soldier. That yeah. They taught her not to show emotion. So I believe that she played the part really well in the movie. So I don't know why people were complaining about how she was very stiff and not very emotion. I was like, yeah, she was a... A soldier. <laughs> That's it's what she's supposed to be. I hate to say it. It's because she's a woman, and God forbid you do that in a movie. She signed a multi-movie deal. Did she? I hope. Good. I, I hope too. she does, because yeah. she did a good job with what she, she was given. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I, I just don't understand. I found it funny, like, the non-people that are in, you know, they saw this movie but are not a part of this community, like, you know, like we are. And you know, not ignoring and they're not all just the as in the know. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I have a coworker, and her reaction was great. She goes, "So there's this Captain Marvel movie coming out, but she's a lady superhero." <laughs> <laughs> and just the way she said, "I'm like, I am referencing you on my podcast." That she goes, "Thank you," and I'm That's like, "You're it. welcome." <laughs> she's a lady. We're we remaining nameless. We will for now, but my, okay, yeah, <laughs> That's fine. Just wanted to make sure we give credit where credit is due. <laughs> but. For me, if I have to give a rating for this, and you know I will. If you have to. Eight out of ten. You and going on a scale of ten now? Oh, we were doing it like that? I thought we always did ten. Uh, no. Oh, well then. Oh, wait, so what's the scale? Five. Okay, then I'm going to four out of five. Okay, well. It's a solid, it's a sorry, solid but day. it was always out of five. I have a list oh, of sorry, others. Because on my, on my personal uh, Twitter page, I do that. Oh, mm. guess where I haven't been. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, stop it. Okay. <laughs> Let's let our guest give it a ranking. Any further comments about the movie right before um, you? Yeah, it the movie surprised me. It I turns out it's it's becoming one it's became my one of my favorite movies. And you don't have to go with a solid number, you can go with quarter, half, three quarters. Oh, can I do if that? you want okay. Yes, okay. absolutely. Okay. Um, I loved the movie. I loved Bree. She did an amazing job. She surprised me because at the beginning I wasn't expecting the best and I, she just blew blew my mind and I loved her um, the only part I didn't enjoy was I kind of felt confused it was the fighting scene where they play No Doubt I love the song I love the song but I felt like it was yeah. the wrong moment to play that song I, I wondered about a couple yeah, yeah I wondered about a couple about putting music in a couple of spots and one was during a fight scene was it supposed to lessen the impact that it was having when you were watching it I don't know I, I, I thought it was trying to do that but I was just confused. I was like, um, great song. Yes, but just a girl. I, I was, you know, I, I it was just it. pumping up. It? Yeah, I don't know. Like if, if maybe didn't fit much for, but. Yeah. I was thinking more like maybe her getting ready to fight. That should have been like her walking into it. I mm. could see that. But not during the fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. So a little discretion there or discrepancy, right? But I still, overall, I still love the movie. I think that was the only part I did not. I was just confused. <laughs> I was okay. like, wait, what? <laughs> uh-huh. um, for me, from out of a five, I would give it a 4.5. I did I did enjoy the movie, and it just blew my mind because I wasn't expecting the best. Good. Very good. Okay. Yeah. I was confused in a sense, too, and that was just with all the flashbacks and who she really was and just 
trying to maybe decipher the true intentions of some of the characters that she was interacting with and whether it was in her training or otherwise. And eh, confusing is what, what was real? Did this really happen? Was this my memory? Mm-hmm. Who am I? All that, all that stuff. So, but overall, I really, really enjoyed it and I do give it high marks. I'm probably going to go 4.75. Okay. Just, you know, my little discrepancy was again about the original quote unquote Marvel and who that should have been, or okay, just going to have to go with it. That's mm. who it was. So fine. But yeah, I think 4.75. So do you have your rankings with you, Eddie? No, not like you do. Okay, we're going to do the rankings. We should do that tonight on Facebook and tag each other. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably a better way to go. Yeah, I think that would be best. I will say, for me, it comes in at a solid number 11. Yeah, like we intimated before. Okay, good. I have to put my list down. I'm like, I don't know right now, (laughs) but I'll write it down tonight. (laughs) It it was a really good movie, though. And this is the thing about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Even the quote-unquote worst movies, and I'm looking at you, Thor the Dark World, they're still passable, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, even the worst ones are still better than a lot of other companies' movies. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you know which distinguished company I'm referring to. The competition. <sighs> There's only one. I know. It, and it breaks my heart. As somebody, you know, who's a Wonder Woman cosplayer, I imagine you were really happy that Wonder Woman was good. Yes, I was. So happy. <laughs> I was, you sound thrilled. <laughs> I was, because going into it, I was so nervous because, you know, certain company that we won't mention... Has failed a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> has failed a lot with a lot of their movies. So when I was walking in there, I'm like crossing my fingers, holding my lucky like keychain of a rabbit foot, <laughs> hoping that Wonder Woman is awesome. So if you've seen others of that ilk, w- would you say Wonder Woman was your best? As number one from okay. that side. Is there a second that comes to mind? Do I have to pick a second? I mean... Go back to Batman, go to any Superman, go to um, Aquaman. Suicide Squad. Oh, God, no. <laughs> um, what okay, is this, Aquaman, some kind of ranking? Okay, Aquaman was good, but it's not as good. Um, right, okay, but it's... It, it's up there, though. I was Aquaman. It comes up there? Okay, Yeah, it comes good. up there. I would say probably... We're going back. I would say the original Batman that was um, God, made yeah. by Tim Burton. Michael I, Keaton. Yeah, I would okay. say those were, that was my favorite. Gotcha. They're solid. They still hold up to this day, too. And Batman 89 turns 30 this year, and I'm surprised they haven't done, like, maybe a re-release or anything. Not even for, like, the movies? Oh, my goodness. I would go there to go see it. That's probably still not out of the question since it's only March. I know, but it still just drives me crazy that, you know, we're getting a Dark Knight uh, re-release yet again for (laughs) Batman's 80th. I get that, but come on. you got to show respect to Burton. Mm -hmm. That would be good. Mm -hmm. That is also true. That would be very good. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Good movie rap. Ricka, 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 ricka. No, not Scratch. Not that rap. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Christmas rap? Like wrapping presents? That'd be yeah, cool. Waitresses, Christmas wrapping. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I, I, I know. I know. I know. Merry Christmas. I'm not Merry counting Merry down till Christmas. I don't do that. I count down to Halloween. Oh, yeah. So, Me too. So spoopy. Well, for me, it's probably New York Comic Con because then I'm Word. like thinking about what cosplay should I wear? <laughs> Who uh, do I want to meet? <laughs> I can't wait. I'm excited for New York this year. I have a remote possibility of attending. What? Yeah, and on my very first one just five years ago, and now there may be a return possibility. The return of the king. We sh- no, I don't know about that. 
but possibly. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Now it's going to be stuck in my head. That's where it should be. That's a good song. It is a good song. I like but <laughs> Couldn't miss this one this year. I don't need Christmas in March. Actually, I do. You know, Right this very minute. Natasha Prince. Tasha, thank you very much once again for joining us. Thank you. We didn't ask earlier, but we'll ask now. How can people find you on social media? Oh, well, they could find me on Instagram, Tashi.0GeekGirl. Um, on Instagram and, and on Facebook, I believe I'm the same thing, Tashi.0GeekGirl Cosplay. Is there a nickname in there somewhere that we uh, might want to know about? Or oh, um, how you came up, how that uh, arrived? Tashi. Um, Tashi is a family and friend nickname that my, I grew up with that oh, friends and family call me that and... If you ask them who's Natasha, they'll be like, who is Natasha? That's not Natasha. That's Tashi. So um, that's how I came up with Tashi. That's pretty much what I grew up with. It, it is my name. Um, but the point O, I think you told us. <laughs> the was... point O. It's a, it's a funny story. Um, with the point O, during college years, my undergrad especially, um, I guess my f- nerd friends, you know, to make, you know, making jokes and stuff, they would call me Tosh.0. I don't know why, but I guess maybe they're big fans of this show. Uh, but they always call me Tosh.0, and I corrected them. I told them, I'm not Tosh.0, I'm Tashi. So I got the nickname as Tashi.0 going through college and my grad years, and it's always been stuck with me. So I used that as my uh, cosplay name. It was easy to come up with then. Good. So Tashi is in T-A-S-H-I. Point O. Point or dot, if you like the O. And yes. then Geek Girl. Geek Girl. It's just like it sounds. On Instagram. And some good pictures up there, too, by the way. Yes. I must say. Not only do I do Wonder Woman, I also do Catwoman. Um, like I said, that was my first cosplay. Um, Phoenix. Uh, Which version? I did the white one. The white Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, I have done um, Hella. Because I actually enjoyed her in the, okay. Hell the yeah. Thor movie. <laughs> Hella um, good. Helly good. Yeah, that's another yeah. that's another no doubt thing, isn't it? Okay, sorry. <laughs> real, real quick. You've got more characters. Wait a minute. She's doing her characters. Let's go. We'll, I, we'll get you. I did my own version of Miss uh, Marvel, Latina style, and I do have different varieties of Spider Women. Right on. And actually, quite a few few of I'm the Wonder think, Woman. And <laughs> like, I'm, thinking of, of I'm trying to think of who else I've seen in pictures, but not in person. And I think you have an Electra. Oh, yeah, I do have an Electra. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't worn her in a while, but actually a lot of my fans actually do like her, so I have to take her out, like, one day. I agree. Gender ben, your gender bend Nightwing, uh, though. Yes, I do a uh, gender bender Nightwing. Nightwing? It's a Nightwing. <laughs> that sounds like a Guns N' Roses song. I know. Oh, yeah. Not, it's Night Train. No, I know it's <laughs> Night Train. All right. But we'll go with it. Um. Yeah, Nightwings actually was my boyfriend's cosplay costume, and I just took it and said I look better in it, so now it's mine. <laughs> so I am. Was that Nightwing. a good thing or not that you're like the same size? Then I mean, uh, the two of you. Um. <laughs> Sounds like it. I'm sorry. I think it maybe because of like you know my my girly curves that it, it fits because he's actually quite tall <laughs> and thin. So. But he makes a good Spider-Man. He does. I actually not um, because his face is covered. I'm just saying. You know. <laughs> Actually, just before we started dating, I actually became a fan of his because he was a good uh, Spider-Man cosplayer. Ha ha, there you go. Yeah. And I just friended friended him recently, so thank you, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) The Nerd Truth. Actually, now it's Nerd Truth. Nerd Truth, yes. On Instagram, Mm -hmm. yeah. He's good people. He put up with me in a photo shoot, so that gets (laughs) a thumbs up in my book. (laughs) 
I think it was longer than any of us thought it was going to take. <laughs> well, we were talking two characters, so what the heck, you know? Yeah, yeah, but absolutely. it was fun, and we got good, good shots. And you have some good couples shots as well as mm-hmm. the two black-suited spider people. Yes, as well as the Electra and his. Daredevil. I guess the net was it a Netflix there? It was a yes. gray and red combo, I think. Yeah, I no, believe gr- he did the uh, gray and red was I think nineties, wasn't it? Yes, it's actually from the comic. Oh yes, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from the comic. Um, I'm trying to think what else we did. We did um, if you guys watch um, Voltron. Yeah. Uh, we did a uh, uh, Keith and um, Allura. Right on cosplay. We did that for Katsukan. Um, I don't think what else. I can't think of any. Oh, Laura Croft. Laura Croft was actually one of my uh, first cosplays. Very cool. Real quick, anything else that you're thinking of getting either getting back to or um, something new? I am cosplay. Gonna, I am trying to bring back Catwoman because I do have a new um, set of claws. Set of claws. Oh, <laughs> set of claws and a headset. Very cool. Um, I do have that, and also I'm looking. And a whoop, yes. I, I, the whip. And, a, and, a whip. <laughs> and I'm also thinking doing another gender bender, stealing one of Jason's costumes again. I'll probably do... Uh, um, do we want to tell him? Does he know? <laughs> oh, he knows. He's okay. telling me, like, he's like, you should try this one. On. Try oh, this one. On. Oh, he wants you to. Okay. <laughs> he wants so, me to. So, what, so do you want to tell us? Um, He wants me to do Daredevil because he had the uh, helmetry. You're going to do the Red Evil? Yes. The Red Evil, <laughs> which I've jokingly called the Chips at Arsky. And yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that's a thing now. Mm-hmm. I want him. I want him to put that in his Twitter bio, where he has like all the wrong names of his comics, and I want it to be the Red Evil. <sighs> okay, <laughs> all right. Well, we're looking forward to your future cosplays. Seeing those pictures up there again, Tashi Point O Geek Girl on Instagram. Yes, and Facebook, but it's more Instagram. As I'm learning to uh, do that better, so Eddie's I'm, learning I'm how there. to use the gram. Yeah, Ooh. that's what the kids call it on the street, I guess. The gram? Yeah. I was, heard, well, I know. Gram crackers? I was always an inch oh. and centimeter kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> All those weights and measures thing, I just... Uh, stop that. And Man, the, we really limited our stop that system. The, the metric system is just beyond, you know, failed system with Jimmy Carter back in the 70s. Okay. <laughs> it's time for the closing credits, kids. What do you think, Peter? All right. So, first off, go on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Marvelists. Give us a like ski on there. Give myself a follow or a like or whatever the hell on the Facebook, facebook.com slash Peter Melnick Podcast. I'm doing a little dance as I do that now. Yeah, chair dance. Very the good. A little wiggle. Thank you. Anyway, as I dance for the audience at home that can't see me. But. Thank goodness. I know. Also, you can find us on the Twitter at. The Marvelists. You can find myself on Twitter at Peter Melnick. I was going to have you like say my last name. You want to say it? It. How it. Dare you? Oh, <laughs> literal Eddie. <laughs> I am. But you can also find us on Instagram at The Marvelists. Give myself a follow as well at Peter Melnick or The Marvelists. Oh, I was going to hope you say it. <laughs> <laughs> he points his fingers everywhere now. I'm really, really getting dizzy. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Anyway, you can find yourself on Twitter at... The Marvelists. <laughs> I meant you. Oh, me on Twitter. No. I meant, I'm sorry, I meant Instagram. Did you say Instagram and I said Twitter? Wow. We both messed up, Eddie. We both messed up. On Instagram. Ed- there we go. <laughs> at Eddie9193. Not E. Wilson, but Eddie. Just keep doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> Whooping. <laughs> Drop us a line in our email bag, themarvelous at gmail.com. Questions, comments, strongly worded letters, and 
examples of me botching everything. They'll be all there. Exactly. Oh, God. Will, oh, will they ever be? <laughs> you can also send us, like, love and affection. And just say, Peter, you don't suck as bad as you think you do. You are awesome. Thank you. Peter Hoover this is, Melnick. This is why you'll be hey. This is why you'll be returning to the show. <laughs> oh yes. So you can also let's see, find us on a wide variety of streaming platforms. First and foremost, go on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe, and share on social media. Let people know about this show. Let people know you like this show. Let people know that you love it with a five star review on iTunes. That's four more stars more than one. Like us. Like exactly. us. Like us. And How can you not? Exactly. With that kind of a pitch? Exactly. Yeah. Thumbs up. You can also find us on all iOS and Android devices with TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, Podbean, SoundCloud, but most importantly, go on stitcher.com slash premium and use the promo code at checkout. Marvelists. And when you do, you help support the show. Helps kick back a little bit of cash our way and help support the show. Keeps us going. Keeps us help. Helps us out with our hosting fees. Helps us out with travel. Helps us out with equipment. So, once again, stitcher.com slash premium and use the promo code at checkout. Marvelists. And remember, when you sign up, it's free for the first month, $4.99 after that 30-day trial is over, but you can cancel at any time. Yes. For the Marvelists, I'm Peter Melnick. Tashi.0 Geek Girl. And I'm Eddie Wilson. Excelsior. And now, obsessed with Marvel, with our host... Peter Melnick and Eddie Wilson and our guest Tashi. And I just Tashi. want to say and. Well, <laughs> whatever, just off the cuff. Question number 1658. What lot. was Destiny's helmet of power? Beyonce. This comes under the yeah, this comes under the uh heading it looks like of the section of Incredible Hulk if that helps. Me? No. What was Destiny's <laughs> helmet of power? Was it an ancient Atlantean artifact? Was it the cobra crown? Was it the serpent crown? Or was it an extraterrestrial power object? Destiny's helmet of power. An ancient Atlantean artifact? The cobra crown? The serpent crown? Or an extraterrestrial power object? I have to say not the serpent crown. I don't think it had any other name. I read that way back in the day. What day was that? Oh. Uh, the 3rd of September? The day I'll always remember? Yes. Uh, Love it. Papa? Okay. Was it Rolling Stone? Yes, 1973. Right on. Uh, <laughs> any, any idea? Somebody just snored? Ancient Atlantean <laughs> artifact, cobra crown, serpent crown, extraterrestrial power object. I'm going to go with the last one. Okay. Me too. I, I, you know what? I'll, let's all go there. Let's try D. No. What? The answer is the serpent crown. <laughs> oh. Wow. I knew it. And it was the only one I recognized, too, and I should have just said, yeah, why not? But no. <laughs> All right. This is what happens when you play this game. Obsessed with Marvel. Okay. You, you we go back. Beginning of... Well, it's the only one I have. We go back to sort of the beginning. It's question number 175. We go right back where we started from. Thanks That's uh, Maxine Nightingale, there if you didn't know. Well, no, it's Peter. <laughs> 1977 or 8. No, 1988 was when I was born. <laughs> Question number 175. Which member of the Fin Fang Four was created by Steve Ditko 
Not Jack Kirby. Fin Fang 4. Created by Steve Ditko. Not Jack Kirby. Electro the Robot. Fin Fang Foom. Gugum, son of Goom. Or Gorgilla. Now, did you say which was not created by... Not created by... was Sorry, sorry. Was co-created by Steve Ditko, not Jack Kirby. So, presuming you know who created him to begin with. Electro the Robot sounds like something he would have done. because Electro the Robot, like Fin Fang Foom, Gugum, Son of Goom, or Gorgilla. It's kind of shot in the dark for me here, but you're saying Electro the Robot? Yeah, Electro sounds like... Well, no, because then they, you have Electro, Electro. Electro, that the Electro is E-L-E-K-T-R-O. Electro. Okay, so based on that, like a, a lot of Ditko creations had names like that with a K and stuff. Um, okay. Just, like, just weird spellings mm-hmm. of names. I'm going to go with Peter. You're lost, you're <laughs> lost like me, I'm, right? I'm like, I don't... Yeah, you kind of lost. All right, well, let's give it up for Peter. Let's say A. Electro? No. Let's not hear it for the The answer boy. is Gugum, son of Goom. Another C answer. And that, I totally didn't think that was a thing to begin with. That really was my... C next one. Okay, last one. And then we proceed to not get it with C. <laughs> And then we, yeah, 24, 28. All right. And it reads, of which race were Red Raven's bird people an offshoot? You got to know who Red Raven was to begin with, I suppose. Of which race were Red Raven's bird people an offshoot? Was it Shi'ar, Inhumans, Deviants, or Eternals. Doesn't help because I've heard of them all. Of which race were Red Raven's bird people an offshoot? Shi'ar, Inhumans, Deviants, or Eternals? I'm just going to throw it into A, Shi'ar. Let's go with C. Yeah, let's go C. You're going to go C, Deviant, C. All right, I'm going to go C for you because I'm that kind of guy. No. And the answer is B, Inhumans. Remember when we said we'd go with C and we'd still get it wrong? Boy, I really shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I thought I, I, I should have said B because Inhumans sound familiar. Well, because of the show. I was going to say maybe. 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 Would have done it. Should have done B it. B was maybe, yes. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. We're out. Uh. <laughs>